You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, a woman charged with five counts of animal cruelty was recently sentenced to 90 days in jail. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Mechanics Bank. Whether you're looking for a mortgage, a home equity loan, investment services, or just a great local bank, stop by and see us. Head over to mymechanics.com to learn more and find a location that's convenient for you. Now our feature story. A woman charged with five counts of animal cruelty was recently sentenced to 90 days in jail, five years of probation, and a mental health assessment. 67-year-old Barbara Thalea Singham was initially charged with animal cruelty on August 8, 2022. Authorities from the Ashland County Sheriff's Office and Humane Society of Ashland County had found three dead dogs and 25 others in a house. At the time, authorities said the temperature inside the house was 90 degrees and that the house smelled of feces and urine. The February 21st conviction marks Thalea Singham's fifth since 2001 that involves abuse of animals, according to Jeffrey Holland, the prosecutor in this case. Thalea Singham, through her attorney Joe Kearns, pleaded no contest to three of the five charges. Ashland Municipal Court Judge John Good then found her guilty of the other two charges and sentenced her to jail, along with probation, fines totaling $817, a $1,500 reimbursement to the Humane Society of Ashland County, and a mental health assessment. Conditions of that severity and, and dogs left to suffer and die inside the kennel crates is about as bad as it gets. I can't imagine what they must have gone through before they died. Is there any indication that they died from starvation, Mr. Holland? Yeah, the, uh, the veterinarian decided that there would be, uh, they would be unable to make any meaningful findings because of the length of time they were The state of the remains? Yes. Almost unimaginable to me. I mean, absolutely horrific. So I, I am finding, based on the facts in this case, that this is the worst form of this offense. I can't imagine a worse one. I'm at a loss to understand why it's not a felony. I'm sure it's not, as Mr. Holland would know, um, but it's just it's shocking to me that this isn't felony. I think that maximum consecutive sentences are appropriate under the statute, given the severity of the offense and the amount of suffering involved, and the fact that this is the defendant's fifth conviction for the same thing. I'm going to, on count one, sentence the defendant to 180 days in the National County Jail for animal cruelty. 90 of those will be suspended. On count two, I'll be a sentence of 180 days. What's going to suspend all that will be consecutive to the sentence on count one. Be an additional fine of $100 in cost. On the third count, will also be a sentence of 180 days, also suspended, also consecutive, and also a fine of $100 in cost. It's going to leave you 540 jail days, um, which is the maximum jurisdictional limit this court can impose. 450 of those will be suspended, which is why I say I think this is an extremely light sentence. I hope you will not give me any reason to regret that, but it is going to be a probationary term of five years, which is very unusual in this court. I almost never do it. I'm going to do it here because I want to make sure that you don't have any animals under your control. I'm going to order that the defendant get a mental health assessment. There's obviously something wrong here. 
that the sheep can do this to these animals. There has to be something wrong. And we'll see if we can find out what it is. The judge called the sentence extremely light and said he thought a prison sentence would be more appropriate because of her prior convictions and the severity of the case. The terms of the probation were written such that Delea Singham would not have any animals, whether pet or livestock, under her care. Good also said the Ashland County Jail is not accepting defendants with deferred sentences because they, at the time, were at capacity. The jail has since said it is not at capacity and will take new inmates if they are considered to be a threat to the community. Now some local history. Did you know that Ohio native Braden LeMasters is an actor, musician, and singer? He is best known for his role as Albert Trinelli in the TNT comedy drama series Men of a Certain Age. He has made guest appearances in several television series such as Criminal Minds, ER, House, Grey's Anatomy, and The Romanoffs. He is also the lead guitarist and singer for the American alternative rock band Wallows. Next, want to stay up to date on all local sports? Sign up for our sports newsletter today. Just click the link in our show notes to subscribe. Hi everyone, I'm Kurt Conrad. I've been the local sports reporter here at Richland Source since 2013 and have been covering high school sports in North Central Ohio since 1996. Subscribe to my weekly sports newsletter for the latest stories and insights from me and the rest of the Richland Source sports team. Delivered directly to your email inbox each week. Check the link in the show notes to subscribe or go to richlandsource.com sports. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Marvin Keeneth. Marvin was born in Shelby in 1930. He proudly served in the U.S. Army and worked as a farmer. He also spent time as a delivery driver for Page Dairy and with Bank One as a courier. He later retired from Tappan after 25 years. Marvin was a wonderful and dedicated husband, father, grandfather, and friend. He always remained grateful for everything his family and friends ever did for him. His greatest joy was spending time with those he loved most, cherishing the moments of laughter and fun they all shared together. He was always willing and ready to help others in need. Marvin enjoyed tinkering around in his garage, enjoyed 30 years of western square dancing, and loved the outdoors, especially fishing, water skiing, and taking the boat out on the lake. He attended McElroy Church of Christ for many years. He is survived by his beloved wife, Joyce, four children, 13 grandchildren, 18 great-grandchildren, two great-great-grandchildren, brothers, and many nieces and nephews. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Marvin's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.